Act Number Three Eight One Five, Series of Nineteen Thirty. Act Number Three Eight One Five and Act Revising the Penal Code and Other Penal Laws. Preliminary Article: This law shall be known as the Revised Penal Code. Book One. General provisions regarding the date of enforcement and application of the provisions of this code and regarding the offenses, the persons liable, and the penalties. Preliminary title, date of effectiveness and application of the provisions of this code. Article 1, time when act takes effect, this code shall take effect on the first day of January 1932. Article 2, application of its provisions except as provided in the treaties and laws of preferential application the provisions of this code shall be enforced not only within the philippine archipelago including its atmosphere its interior waters and maritime zone but also outside of its jurisdiction against those who number one should commit an offense while on a philippine ship or airship number two should forge or counterfeit any coin or currency note of the Philippine Islands or obligations and securities issued by the government of the Philippine Islands. Number three, should be liable for acts connected with the introduction into these islands of the obligations and securities mentioned in the preceding number. Number four, while being public officers or employees should commit an offense in the exercise of their functions. Or number five, should commit any of the crimes against national security and the law of nations defined in Title I of Book Two of this code. Title I, Felonies and Circumstances which Affect Criminal Liability. Chapter One, Felonies. Article Three, Definition. Acts and omissions punishable by law are felonies or delitos. Felonies are committed not only by means of deceit or dolo, but also by means of fault or culpa. There is deceit when the act is performed with deliberate intent and there is fault when the wrongful act results from imprudence negligence lack of foresight or lack of skill article 4 criminal liability criminal liability shall be incurred number one by any person committing a felony delito although the wrongful act done be different from that which he intended Number two, by any person performing an act which would be an offense against persons or property, were it not for the inherent impossibility of its accomplishment or on account of the employment of inadequate or ineffectual means. Article 5, duty of the court in connection with acts which should be repressed but which are not covered by the law and in cases of excessive penalties. Whenever a court has knowledge of any act which it may deem proper to repress and which is not punishable by law, it shall render the proper decision and shall report to the chief executive through the Department of Justice the reasons which induce the court to believe that said act should be made the subject of penal legislation. In the same way, the court shall submit to the, exec to the chief executive through the Department of Justice such statement as may be deemed proper without suspending the execution of the sentence when a strict enforcement of the provisions of this code would result in the imposition of a clearly excessive penalty taking into consideration the degree of malice and the injury caused by the offense. Article 6, consummated, frustrated, and attempted felonies. Consummated felonies as well as those which are frustrated and attempted are punishable.
a felony is consummated when all the elements necessary for its execution and accomplishment are present and it is frustrated when the offender performs all the acts of execution which would produce the felony as a consequence but which nevertheless do not produce it by reason of causes independent of the will of the perpetrator. There is an attempt when the offender commences the commission of a felony from of a felony directly by overt acts and does not perform all the acts of execution which should produce the felony by reason of some cause or accident other than his own spontaneous desistance. Article 7. When light felonies are punishable, light felonies are punishable only when they have been consummated with the exception of those committed against person or property. Article 8. Conspiracy and proposal to commit felony. Conspiracy and proposal to commit felony are punishable only in the cases in which the law specially provides a penalty. Therefore, a conspiracy exists when two or more persons come to an agreement concerning the commission of a felony and decide to commit it. There is proposal when the person who has decided to commit a felony proposes its execution to some other person or persons. Article 9, grave felonies, less grave felonies, and light felonies. Grave felonies are those to which the law attaches the capital punishment or penalties, which in any of their periods are afflictive in accordance with Article 25 of this code. Less grave felonies are those which the law punishes with penalties, which in their maximum period are correctional in accordance with the above-mentioned article. Light felonies are those infractions of law for the commission of which the penalty of arrest to menor or a fine not exceeding 200 pesos or both is provided. Article 10, offenses not subject to the provisions of this code. Offenses which are on, which are or in the future may be punishable under special laws are not subject to the provisions of this code. This code shall be supplementary to such laws unless the latter should specially provide the contrary. Chapter 2, Justifying Circumstances and Circumstances which Exempt from Criminal Liability. Article 11, Justifying Circumstances, the following do not incur any criminal liability. Number 1, Anyone who acts in defense of his person or rights provided that the following circumstances concur. First, unlawful aggression. Second, reasonable necessity of the means employed to prevent or repel it. Third, lack of sufficient provocation on the part of the person defending himself. Number two, anyone who acts in defense of the person or rights of his spouse, ascendants, descendants, or legitimate natural or adopted brothers or sisters of his relatives by affinity in the same degrees and those by consanguity within the fourth civil degree provided that the first and second requisites prescribed in the next preceding circumstance are present and uh, the further requisite in case the provocation was given by the person attacked that the one making defense had no part therein. Number three, anyone who acts in defense of the person or rights of a stranger provided that the first and second requisites mentioned in the first circumstance of this article are present 
and that the person defending be not induced by revenge, resentment, or other evil motive. Number four, any person who in order to avoid an evil or injury does, does an act which causes damage to another provided that the following requisites are present. First, that the evil sought to be avoided actually exists. Second, that the injury feared be greater than that done to avoid it. Third, that there be no other practical and less harmful means of preventing it. Number five, any person who acts in the fulfillment of a duty or in the lawful exercise of a right or office. Number six, any person who acts in obedience to an order issued by a superior for some lawful purpose. Article 12, circumstances which exempt from criminal liability. The following are exempt from criminal liability. Number one, an imbecile or insane person, unless the latter has acted during a lucid interval. When the imbecile or an insane person has committed an act which the law defines as a felony or delito, the court shall order his confinement in one of the hospitals or asylums established for persons thus afflicted, which he shall not be permitted to leave without first obtaining the permission of the same court. Number two, a person under nine years of age. Number three, a person over nine years of age and under 15, unless he has acted with discernment in which case such minor shall be proceeded against in accordance with the provisions of Article 80 of this code. When such minor is adjudged to be criminally irresponsible, to the court in conformity with the provisions of this and the preceding paragraph, shall commit him to the care and custody of his family, who shall be charged with his surveillance and education. Otherwise, he shall be committed to the care of some institution or person mentioned in said Article 80. Number four, any person who, while performing a lawful act with due care, causes an injury by mere accident without fault or intention of causing it. Number five, any person who acts under the compulsion of an irresistible force. Number six, any person who acts under the impulse of an uncontrollable fear of an equal or greater injury. Number seven, any person who fails to perform an act required by law when prevented by some lawful or insuperable cause. Chapter 3. Circumstances which mitigate criminal liability. Article 13. Mitigating circumstances. The following are mitigating circumstances. Number one, those mentioned in the preceding chapter when all the requisites necessary to justify the act or to exempt from criminal liability in the respective cases are not attended. Number two, that the offender is under 18 years of age or over 70 years. In the case of the minor, he shall be proceeded against in accordance with the provisions of Article 80. Number three, that the offender had no intention to commit so grave a wrong as that committed. Number four, that sufficient provocation or threat on the part of the offended party immediately preceded the act. Number five, 
that the act was committed in the immediate vindication of a grave offense to the one committing the felony or delito, his spouse, ascendants, descendants, legitimate, natural, or adopted brothers or sisters, or relatives by affinity within the same degrees. Number six, that of having acted upon an impulse so powerful as naturally to have produced passion or obfuscation. Number seven, that the offender had voluntarily surrendered himself to a person in authority or his agents, or that he had voluntarily confessed his guilt before the court prior to the presentation of the evidence for the prosecution. Number eight, that the offender is deaf and dumb, blind, or otherwise suffering some physical defect, which thus restricts his means of action, defense, or communication with his fellow beings. Number nine, such illness of the offender as would diminish the exercise of the willpower of the offender without, however, depriving him of consciousness of his acts. Number 10, and finally, any other circumstance of a similar nature and analogous to those above mentioned. Chapter 4, Circumstances which aggravate criminal liability. Article 14, Aggravating Circumstances. The following or aggravating circumstances. Number 1, that advantage be taken by the offender of his public position. Number two, that the crime be committed in contempt of or with insult to the public authorities. Number three, that the act be committed with insult or in disregard of the respect due to the offended party on account of his rank, age, or sex, or that it be committed in the dwelling of the offended party if the latter has not given provocation. Number four, that the act be committed with abuse of confidence or obvious ungratefulness. Number five, that the crime be committed in the palace of the chief executive or in his presence or where public authorities are engaged in the discharge of their duties or in a place dedicated to religious worship. Number six, that the crime be committed in the nighttime or in an uninhibited place or by a band whenever such circumstances may facilitate the commission of the offense. Whenever more than three armed malefactors shall have acted together in the commission of an offense, it shall be deemed to have been committed by a band. Number seven, that the crime be committed on the occasion of a conflagration, shipwreck, earthquake, epidemic, or other calamity or misfortune. Number eight, that the crime be committed with the aid of armed men or persons who ensure or afford impunity. Number nine, that the accused is a recidivist. A recidivist is one who at the time of his trial for one crime shall have been previously convicted by final judgment of another crime embraced in the same title of this code. Number 10, that the offender has been previously punished for an offense to which the law attaches an equal or greater penalty or for two or more crimes to which it attaches a lighter penalty. Number 11, that the crime be committed in consideration of a price, reward, or promise. Number 12, that the crime be committed by means of inundation, fire, poison, explosion, stranding of a vessel or intentional damage thereto, derailment of a locomotive 
or by the use of any other artifice involving great waste and ruin. Number 13, that the act be committed with evident premeditation. Number 14, that craft, fraud, or disguise be employed. Number 15, that advantage be taken of superior strength or means be employed to weaken the defense. Number 16, that the act be committed with treachery or alevosia. There is treachery when the offender commits any of the crimes against the person employing means, methods, or forms in the execution thereof, which tend directly and specially to ensure its execution without risk to himself arising from the defense which the offended party might take, make. Number 17, that means be employed or circumstances brought about which add ignominy to the natural effects of the act. Number 18, that the crime be committed after an unlawful entry. There is an unlawful entry when an entrance is effected by a way not intended for the purpose. Number 19, that as a means to the commission of a crime, a wall, a roof, floor, door, or window be broken. Number 20, that the crime be committed with the aid of persons under 15 years of age by or by means of motor vehicles, airships, or other similar means. <clears throat> Number 21, that the wrong done in the commission of the crime be deliberately augmented by causing other wrong not necessary for its commission. Chapter 5, Alternative Circumstances. Article 15. Their concept. Alternative circumstances are those which must be taken into consideration as aggravating or mitigating according to the nature effects of the crime and the other conditions attending to its commission. They are the relationship, intoxication, and the degree of instruction and education of the offender. The alternative circumstance of relationship shall be taken into consideration when the offended party is the spouse, ascendant, descendant, legitimate, natural, or adopted brother or sister or relative by affinity in the same degrees of the offender. The intoxication of the offender shall be taken into consideration as a mitigating circumstance when the offender has committed a felony in a state of intoxication if the same is not habitual or subsequent to the plan to commit said felony, but when the intoxication is habitual or intentional, it shall be considered as an aggravating circumstance. Title 2. Persons criminally liable for felonies. Article 16. Who are criminally liable? The following are criminally liable for grave and less grave felonies. Number one, principals. Number two, accomplices. Number three, accessories. The following are criminally liable for light felonies. Number one, principals. Number two, accomplices. <clears throat> Article 17. Principles. The following are considered principles. Number one, those who take a direct part in the execution of the act. Number two, those who directly force or induce others to commit it. Number three, those who cooperate in the commission of the offense by another act without which it would not have been accomplished. Article 18. Accomplices. Accomplices are those persons who, not being included in Article 17, cooperate in the execution of the offense by previous or simultaneous acts. Article 19. Accessories. Accessories are those 
who having knowledge of the commission of the crime and without having participated therein, either as principals or accomplices, take part subsequent to its commission in any of the following manner. Number one, by profiting themselves, resisting the offender to profit by the effects of the crime. Number two, by concealing or destroying the body of the crime or the effects or instrument thereof in order to prevent its discovery. Number three, by harboring, concealing, or assisting in the escape of the principal of the crime, provided the accessory or acts with abuse of his public function or whenever the author of the crime is guilty of treason, parricide, murder, or an attempt to take the life of the chief executive or is known to be habitually guilty of some other crime. Article 20. Accessories who are exempt from criminal liability. The penalties prescribed for accessories shall not be imposed upon those who are such with respect to their spouses, ascendants, descendants, legitimate, natural, and adopted brothers and sisters or relatives by affinity within the same degree with the single exemption of accessories falling within the provisions of paragraph 1 of the next preceding article. Title 3, Penalties, Chapter 1, Penalties in General, Article 21. Penalties that may be imposed. No felony shall be punishable by any penalty not prescribed by law prior to its commission. Article 22. Retroactive effect of penal laws. Penal laws shall have a retroactive effect insofar as they favor the person guilty of a felony who is not a habitual criminal as this term is defined in Rule 5 of Article 62 of this Code, although at the time of the publication of such laws, a final sentence has been pronounced and the convict is serving the same. Article 23, effect of pardon by the offended party. A pardon by the offended party does not extinguish criminal action, except as provided in Article 344 of this code, but civil liability with regard to the interest of the injured party is extinguished by his express waiver. Article 24, measures of prevention or safety which are not considered penalties, the following shall not be considered as penalties. Number one, the arrest and temporary detention of accused persons as well as their detention by reason of insanity or imbecility or illness requiring their confinement in a hospital. Number two, the commitment of a minor to any of the institutions mentioned in Article 80 and for the purpose specified therein. Number three, suspension from the employment or public office during the trial or in order to institute proceedings. Number four, fines and other corrective measures which in the exercise of their administrative or disciplinary powers, superior officials may impose upon their subordinates. Number five, deprivation of rights and the reparation which the civil laws may establish in penal form. Chapter two. Classification of penalties. Article 25, which may be imposed. The penalties which may be imposed according to this code and their different classes are those included in the following. Scale, principal penalties, capital punishment, death, afflictive penalties, reclusion perpetua, reclusion temporal, perpetual or temporary absolute disqualification, perpetual or temporary special 
disqualification, prison mayor. Correctional penalties, prison correctional, arresto mayor, suspension, destiero, light penalties, arresto menor, public censure. Penalties common to the three preceding or classes, fine and bond to keep the peace. Accessory penalties, perpetual or temporary absolute disqualification, perpetual or temporary special disqualification, suspension from public office, the right to vote and be voted for, the profession or calling, civil interdiction, indemnification, forfeiture or confiscation of instruments and proceeds of the offense, payment of costs. Article 26. When afflictive correctional or light penalty, a fine, whether imposed as a single or as an alternative penalty, shall be considered an afflictive penalty if it exceeds 6,000 pesos. A correctional penalty if it does not exceed 6,000 pesos but is not less than 200 pesos. And a light penalty if it be less than 200 pesos. Chapter 3. Duration and effect of penalties. Section 1. Duration of penalties. Article 27. Reclusion perpetua. Any person sentenced to any of the perpetual penalties shall be pardoned after undergoing the penalty for 30 years unless, unless such person by reason of his conduct or some other serious cause shall be considered by the chief executive as unworthy of pardon. Reclusion temporal. The penalty of reclusion temporal shall be from 12 years and one day to 20 years. Prison mayor and temporary disqualification. The duration of the penalties of prison mayor and temporary disqualification shall be from 6 years and one day to 12 years, except when the penalty of disqualification is imposed as an accessory penalty, in which case its duration shall be that of the principal penalty. Prison correctional suspension and destiero. The duration of the penalty of prison correctional suspension and destiero shall be from six months and one day to six years, except when suspension is imposed as an accessory penalty, in which case its duration shall be that of the principal penalty. Arresto mayor. The duration of the penalty or arresto mayor shall be from one month and one day to six months. Arresto menor, the duration of the penalty of arresto menor shall be from one day to 30 days. Bond to keep the peace, the bond to, the bond to keep the peace shall be required to cover such period of time as the court may determine. Article 28, computation of penalties. If the offender shall be in prison, the term of the duration of the temporary penalty shall be computed from the day on which the judgment of conviction shall have become final. If the offender be not in prison, the term of the duration of the penalty consisting of depri deprivation of liberty shall be computed from the day that the offender is placed at the disposal of the judicial authorities for the enforcement of the penalty. The duration of the other penalty shall be computed only from the day on which the defendant commences to serve his sentence. Article 29. One half of the period of the preventive imprisonment deducted from term of imprisonment offenders who have undergone preventive imprisonment shall be credited in the service of their sentence consisting of deprivation of liberty with one half of the time during which they have undergone preventive imprisonment except in the following cases 
Number one, when they are recidivist or have been convicted previously twice or more times of any crime. Number two, when upon being summoned for the execution of their sentence, they have failed to surrender voluntarily. Number three, when they have been convicted of robbery, theft, estafa, malversation of public funds, falsification, vagrancy, or prostitution. Section two, effects of the penalties according to their respective nature. Article 13, effects of the penalties for perpetual or temporary absolute disqualification. The penalties of perpetual or temporary absolute disqualification for a public office shall produce the following effects. Number one, a deprivation of the public offices and employments which the offender may have held even if conferred by popular election. Number two, the deprivation of the right to vote in any election for any popular elective office or to be elected to such office. Number three, the disqualification for the offices or public employments and for the exercise of any of the rights mentioned. In case of temporary disqualification, such disqualification as is comprised in paragraph two and three of this article shall last during the term of the sentence. Number four, the loss of all right to retirement pay or other pension for any office formerly held. Article 31, effects of the penalties of perpetual or temporary special disqualification. The penalties of perpetual or temporary special disqualification for public office, profession, or calling shall produce the following effects. Number one, the deprivation of the office, employment, profession, or calling affected. Number two, the disqualification for holding similar offices or employments either perpetually or during the term of the sentence according to the extent of such disqualification. Article 32, effects of the penalties of perpetual or temporary special disqualification for the exercise of the right of suffrage. The perpetual or temporary special disqualification for the exercise of the right of suffrage shall deprive the offender perpetually or during the term of the sentence according to the nature of said penalty of the right to vote in any popular election for any public office to be elected to such office. Moreover, the offender shall not be permitted to hold any public office during the period of his disqualification. Article 33. Effects of the penalties of suspension from any public office, profession, or calling for the right of suffrage. The suspension from public office, profession, or calling and the exercise of the right of suffrage shall disqualify the offender from holding such office or exercising such profession or calling or right of suffrage during the term of the sentence. The person suspended from holding public office shall not hold an another having similar function during the period of his suspension. Article 34, civil interdiction. Civil interdiction shall deprive the offender during the time of his sentence of the rights of parental authority or guardianship either as to the person or property of any ward of marital authority of the right to manage his property and of the right to dispose of such property by any act or any conveyance intervivus.
Article 35. Effects of bond to keep the peace. It shall be the duty of any person sentenced to give bond to keep the peace to present two sufficient sureties who shall undertake that such person will not commit the offense sought to be prevented and that in case such offense be committed, they will pay the amount determined by the court in its judgment or otherwise to deposit such amount in the office of the clerk of the court to guarantee said undertaking. The court shall determine according to its discretion the period of duration of the bond. Should the person sentenced fail to give the bond as required, he shall be detained for a period which shall in no case exceed six months. If he shall have been prosecuted for a grave or less grave felony and shall not exceed 30 days, if for a light felony. Article 36, pardon. Its effects. A pardon shall not work the restoration of the private of the right to hold public office or the right of suffrage unless such rights be expressed restored by the term of the pardon. A pardon shall in no case exempt the culprit from the payment of the civil indemnity imposed upon him by the sentence. Article 37. Costs. What are included? Costs shall include fees and indemnities in the course of the judicial proceedings, whether they be fixed or unalterable amounts previously determined by law or regulations in force or amounts not subject to schedule. Article 38, pecuniary liabilities, order of payment, in case the property of the offender should not be sufficient for the payment of all his pecuniary liabilities, the same shall be met in the following order. Number one, the reparation of the damage cost. Number two, indemnification of consensual damages. Number three, the fine. Number four, the costs of the proceeding. Article 39, subsidiary penalty. If the convict has no property with which to meet the pecuniary liabilities mentioned in paragraphs first, second, and third of the next proceeding article, he shall be subject to a subsidiary personal liability at the rate of one day for each two pesos and 50 centavos, subject to the following rules. Number one, if the principal penalty imposed be prison, correctional, or arresto, and fine, he shall remain under confinement until his fine and pecuniary liabilities referred in the preceding paragraph are satisfied, but his subsidiary imprisonment shall not exceed one-third of the term of the sentence, and in no case shall it continue for more than one year, and no fraction or part of a day shall be counted against the prisoner. Number two, when the principal penalty imposed be only a fine, the subsidiary imprisonment shall not exceed six months if the culprit shall have been prosecuted for a grave or less grave felony and shall not exceed 15 days if for a light felony. Number three, when the principal penalty imposed is higher than prison correctional, no subsidiary imprisonment shall be imposed upon the culprit. Number four, if the principal penalty imposed is not to be executed by confinement, in a penal institution, but such penalty is of fixed duration. The convict during the period of time established in the preceding rules shall continue to suffer the same deprivations as those of which the principal penalty consists. 
Number five, the subsidiary personal liability which the convict may have suffered by reason of his insolvency shall not relieve him from reparation of the damage caused, nor from indemnification for the consequential damages in case his final circumstances should improve, but he shall be relieved from pecuniary liability as to the fine. Section 3, penalties in which other penalties are inherent. Article 40, its accessory penalties. The death penalty, when it is not executed by reasons of commutation, or pardon shall carry with it that of a perpetual absolute disqualification and that of civil interdiction during 30 years following the date of sentence unless such accessory penalties have been expressly remitted in the pardon. Article 41. Reclusion perpetua and reclusion temporal, their accessory penalties. The penalties of reclusion perpetua and reclusion temporal shall carry with them that of civil interdiction for life during the period of the sentence, as the case may be, and that of perpetual absolute disqualification, which the offender shall suffer, even though pardon as to the principal penalty, unless the same shall have been expressly remitted in the pardon. Article 42, prison mayor, its accessory penalties. The penalty of prison mayor shall carry with it that of temporary absolute disqualification and that of perpetual special disqualification from the right of suffrage, which the offender shall suffer, although pardoned as the principal penalty, unless the same shall have been expressly remitted in the pardon. Article 43. Prison correctional, its accessory penalties. The penalty of prison correctional shall carry with it that of suspension from public office from the right to follow a profession or calling and that of perpetual special disqualification from the right of suffrage if the duration of said imprisonment shall exceed 18 months. The offender shall suffer the disqualification provided in this article, although pardoned as to the principal penalty, unless the same shall have been expressly remitted in the pardon. Article 44, its accessory penalties. The penalty of arresto shall carry with it that of suspension of the right to hold office and the right of suffrage during the term of the sentence. Article 45 confiscation and forfeiture of the proceeds or instruments of the crime, every penalty imposed for the commission of a felony shall carry with it the forfeiture of the proceeds of the crime and the instruments or tools with which it was committed. Such proceeds and instruments or tools shall be confiscated and forfeited in favor of the government unless they be the property of a third person not liable for the offense, but those articles which are not subject of lawful commerce shall be destroyed. Chapter 4. Application of Penalties, Section 1. Rules for the application of penalties to the persons criminally liable and for the graduation of the same. Article 46. Penalty to be imposed upon principals in general. The penalty prescribed by law for the commission of a felony shall be imposed upon the principals and the commission of such felony. Whenever the law prescribes a penalty for a felony in general terms, it shall be understood as applicable to the consummated felony. Article 47. In what cases the death penalty shall not be imposed? The death penalty shall be imposed in all cases in which it must be imposed under existing laws except in the following cases. Number one, when the guilty person may 
be more than 70 years of age, number two, when upon appeal or revision of the case by the Supreme Court, all the members thereof are not unanimous in their voting as to the propriety or the imposition of the death penalty for the imposition of said penalty or for the confirmation of a judgment of the inferior court imposing the death sentence, the Supreme Court shall render its decision per curiam, which shall be signed by all justices of said court unless some members or members thereof shall have become disqualified from taking part in the consideration of the case in which event the unanimous vote and signature of only the remaining justices shall be required. Article 48. Penalties for complex crimes. When a single act constitutes two or more crimes or when an offense is a necessary means for committing the other, the penalty for the most serious crime shall be imposed the same to be applied in its maximum period. Article 49. Penalty to be imposed upon the principles when the crime committed is different from that intended. In cases in which the felony committed is different from that which the offender intended to commit, the following rules shall be observed. Number one, if the penalty prescribed for the felony committed be higher than that corresponding to the offense which the accused intended to commit, the penalty corresponding to the latter shall be imposed in its maximum period. Number two, if the penalty prescribed for the felony committed be lower than that corresponding to the one which the accused intended to commit the penalty for the former shall be imposed in its maximum period. Number three, the rule established by the, by the next preceding paragraph shall not be applicable if the acts committed by the guilty person shall also constitute an attempt or frustration of another crime. If the law prescribes a higher penalty for either of the latter offenses, in which case the penalty provided for the attempt or the frustrated crime shall be imposed in its maximum period. Article 50. Penalty to be imposed upon principles of a frustrated crime. The penalty next lower in degree than that prescribed by law for the consummated felony shall be imposed upon the principal in a frustrated felony. Article 51, penalty to be imposed upon principles of att attempted crimes. The penalty lower by two degrees than that prescribed by law for the consummated felony shall be imposed upon the principals in an attempt to commit a felony. Article 52, penalty to be imposed upon accomplices in a consummated crime. The penalty next lower in degree than that prescribed by law for the consummated felony shall be imposed upon the accomplices in the commission of a consummated felony. Article 53, penalty to be imposed upon accessories to the commission of a consummated felony. The penalty lower by two degrees than that prescribed by law for the consummated felony shall be imposed upon the accessories to the commission of a consummated felony. Article 54, penalty to be imposed upon accomplices in a frustrated crime. The penalty next lower in degree than that prescribed by law for the frustrated felony should be imposed upon the accomplices in the commission of a frustrated felony. Article 55, penalty to be imposed upon accessories of a frustrated crime. Accessories. The penalty lower by two degrees than that prescribed by law for the frustrated felony shall be imposed upon the accessories to the commission of a frustrated felony. Article 56. Penalty to be imposed upon accomplices in an attempted crime. The penalty next lower in degree than that prescribed by law for an attempted 
for an attempt to commit a felony shall be imposed upon the accomplices in an attempt to commit the felony in Article 57 penalty to be imposed upon accessories of an attempted crime. The penalty lower by two degrees than that prescribed by law for the attempt shall be imposed upon the accessories to the attempt to commit a felony. Article 58. Additional penalty to be imposed upon certain accessories. Those accessories falling within the terms of paragraph 3 of Article 19 of this code who should act with abuse of their public function shall suffer the additional penalty or absolute perpetual disqualification if the principal offender shall be guilty of a grave felony and that of and that of absolute temporary disqualification if he shall be guilty of a less grave felony. Article 59. Penalty to be imposed in case of failure to commit the crime because the means employed or the aims sought are impossible. When a person intending to commit an offense has already performed the acts for the execution of the same, but nevertheless the crime was not produced by reason of the fact that the act intended was by its nature one of impossible accomplishment or because the means employed by such person are essentially inadequate to produce the result desired by him, the court having in mind the social danger and the degree of criminality shown by the offender shall impose upon him the penalty of arresto mayor or a fine ranging from 200 to 500 pesos. Article 60. Exceptions to the rule established in Article 50 to 57. The provisions contained in Article 50 to 57, inclusive of this code, shall not be applicable to cases in which the law expressly prescribes the penalty provided for a frustrated or attempted felony or to be imposed upon accomplices or accessories. Article 61, rules for graduating penalties, for the purpose of graduating the penalties, which according to the provisions of Article 50 to 57, inclusive of this code, are to be imposed upon persons guilty as principles of any frustrated or attempted felony, or as accomplices or accessories, the following rules shall be observed. Number one, when the penalty is prescribed for the felony is single and indivisible, the penalty next lower in degree shall be that immediately following that indivisible penalty in the scale prescribed in Article 17 of this code. Number two, when the penalty prescribed for the crime is composed of two indivisible penalties or of one or more divisible penalties to be imposed to their full extent, the penalty next lower in degree shall be that immediately following the lesser of the penalties prescribed in the above-mentioned scale. Number three, when the penalty prescribed for the crime is composed of one or two indivisible penalties and the maximum period of another divisible penalty, the penalty next lower in degree shall be composed of the medium and minimum periods of the proper divisible penalty and the maximum period of that immediately following in said scale. Number four, when the penalty prescribed for the crime is composed of several periods corresponding to different divisible penalties, the penalty next lower in degree shall be composed of the period immediately following the minimum prescribed and of the next following, of the two next following, which shall be taken from the penalty prescribed if possible, otherwise from the penalty immediately following in the above mentioned scale. Number five, when the law prescribes a penalty for a crime, in some manner not specially provided for in the four preceding rules, the courts proceeding by analogy shall impose corresponding penalties upon those guilty as principles of the frustrated felony or of attempt to commit the same and upon accomplices and accessories.
Section 2, Rules for the Application of Penalties with Regards to the Mitigating and Aggravating Circumstances and Habitual Delinquency. Article 62, Effects of the Attendance of Mitigating or Aggravating Circumstances and Habitual Delinquency. Mitigating or aggravating circumstances and habitual delinquency shall be taken into account for the purpose of diminishing or increasing the penalty in conformity with the following rules. Number one, aggravating circumstances which in themselves constitute a crime specially punishable by law or which are included by the law in defining a crime and prescribing the penalty, therefore, shall not be taken into account for the purpose of increasing the penalty. Number two, the same rule shall apply with respect to any aggravating circumstances inherent in the crime to such a degree that it must of necessity accompany the commission thereof. Number three, aggravating or mitigating circumstances which arise from the moral attributes of the offender or from his private relation with the offended party or from any other personal cause shall only serve to aggravate or mitigate the liability of their principals, accomplices, and accessories as to whom such circumstances are attended. Number four, the circumstances which consist in a material execution of the act or in the means employed to accomplish it shall serve to aggravate or mitigate the liability of those persons only who had knowledge of them at the time of the execution of the act or their cooperation therein. Habitual delinquency, number five, have the following effects. Letter A, upon a third conviction, the culprit shall be sentenced to the penalty provided by law for the last crime of which he be found guilty and to the additional penalty of prison correctional in its medium and maximum periods. Letter B, upon a fourth conviction, the culprit shall be sentenced to the penalty provided for the last crime of which he be found guilty, and to the additional penalty of prison mayor in its minimum and medium periods. And letter C, upon a fifth or additional conviction, the culprit shall be sentenced to the penalty provided for the last crime of which he be found guilty and to the additional penalty of prison mayor in its maximum period to reclusion temporal in its minimum period. Notwithstanding the provisions of this article, the total of the two penalties to be imposed upon the offender in conformity herewith shall in no case exceed 30 years. For the purpose of this article, a person shall be deemed to be habitual delinquent if within a period of 10 years from the date of his release or last conviction of the crimes, robo, hurto, estafa, or falsification, he is found guilty of any of said crimes a third time or oftener. Article 63, rules for the application of indivisible penalties in all cases in which the law prescribes a single indivisible penalty, it shall be applied by the courts regardless of any mitigating or aggravating circumstances that may have attended the commission of the deed. In all cases in which the law prescribes a penalty composed of two indivisible penalties, the following rules shall be observed in the application thereof. Number one, when the commission of the deed there is present only one aggravating circumstance, the greater penalty shall be applied. Number two, when there are neither mitigating nor aggravating circumstances in the commission of the deed, the lesser penalty shall be applied. Number three, when the commission of the act is attended by some mitigating circumstance and there is no aggravating circumstance, the lesser penalty shall be applied. Number four, when both mitigating and aggravating circumstances attended the commission of the act, the courts shall reasonably allow them to offset one another in consideration of their number and importance for the purpose of applying the penalty in accordance with the preceding rules according to the result of such compensation. Article 64, Rules for the Application of Penalties, which contain three periods. So in cases in which the penalties prescribed by law contain three periods, whether it be single divisible penalty or composed of three different penalties, each one of which 
forms a period in accordance with the provisions of Article 76 and 77, the courts shall observe for the application of the penalty the following rules according to whether there are or are not mitigating or aggravating circumstances. Number one, when there are neither aggravating nor mitigating circumstances, they shall impose the penalty prescribed by law in its medium period. Number two, when only a mitigating circumstance is present in the commission of the act, they shall impose the penalty in its minimum period. Number three, when only an aggravating circumstance is present in the commission of the act, they shall impose the penalty in its maximum period. Number four, when both mitigating and aggravating circumstances are present, the court shall reasonably offset those of one class against the other according to their relative weight. Number five, when there are two or more mitigating circumstances and no aggravating circumstances are present, the court shall impose the penalty next lower to that prescribed by law in the period that it may deem applicable according to the number and nature of such circumstances. Number six, whatever may be the number and nature of the aggravating circumstances, the courts shall not impose a greater penalty than that prescribed by law in its maximum period. Number seven, within the limits of each period, the courts shall determine the extent of the penalty according to the number and nature of the aggravating and mitigating circumstances and the greater or lesser extent of the evil produced by the crime. Article 65. Rule in cases in which the penalty is not composed of three periods. In cases in which the penalty prescribed by law is not composed of three periods, the court shall apply the rules contained in the foregoing articles. Dividing into three equal portions, the time included in the penalty prescribed and forming one period of each of the three portions. Article 66, imposition of fines. In imposing fines, the courts may fix any amount within the limit established by law. In fixing the amount, in each case, attention shall be given not only to the mitigating and aggravating circumstances, but more particularly to the wealth or means of the culprit. Article 67, penalty to be imposed when not all the requisites of exemption of the fourth circumstance of Article 12 are present. When all the conditions required in circumstance number four of Article 12 of this code to exempt from criminal liability are not present, the penalty of arrest to mayor in its maximum period to prison correctional in its minimum period shall be imposed upon the culprit if he shall have been guilty of a grave felony and arresto mayor in its minimum and medium periods if of a less grave felony. Article 68. Penalty to be imposed upon a person under 18 years of age. When the offender is a minor under 18 years and his case is one coming under the provisions of the paragraph next to the last of Article 80 of this code, the following rules shall be observed. Number one. Upon a person under 15 but over 9 years of age who is not exempt from liability by reason of the court having declared that he acted with discernment, a discretionary penalty shall be imposed but always lower by 2 degrees at least than that prescribed by law for the crime which he committed. Number 2. Upon a person over 15 and under 18 years of age, the penalty next lower than that prescribed by law shall be imposed but always in the proper period. Article 69. Penalty to be imposed when the crime committed is not wholly excusable. 
a penalty lower by one or two degrees than that prescribed by law shall be imposed if the deed is not fully excusable by reason of the lack of some of the conditions required to justify the same or to exempt from criminal liability in the several cases mentioned in Article 11 may be deemed proper in view of the number and nature of the conditions of exempting present exemption present or lacking. Article 70, successive service of sentences, exemption. When the culprit has to serve two or more penalties, he shall serve them simultaneously if the nature of the penalties will so permit. Otherwise, said penalties shall be exec executed successively following the order of their respective severity, which shall be determined in accordance with the following scale. Number one, death. Number two, reclusion perpetua. Number three, reclusion temporal. Number four, prison mayor. Number five, prison correctional. Number six, arresto mayor. Number seven, arresto menor. A person sentenced to this year who is also sentenced to the penalty of prison or arresto shall be required to serve these latter penalties before serving the penalty of this year. Article 71, fine. The fine shall be considered as the last of all the principal penalties listed in the preceding article. When a fine is so imposed, the duration of the subsidiary liability corresponding thereto by reason of the insolvency of the offender shall not exceed that which is provided in Rule 2 of Article 39. Article 72, preference in the payment of the civil liabilities. The civil liabilities of a person found guilty of two or more offenses shall be satisfied by following the chronological order of the dates of the final judgments rendered against him, beginning with the first in order of time. Section 3, revision common to the last two preceding sections. Article 73, presumption in regard to the imposition of accessory penalties Whenever the courts shall impose a penalty, which by provision of law carries with it other penalties according to the provisions of Article 40, 41, 42, 43, 44, and 45 of this code, it must be understood that the accessory penalties are also imposed upon the convict. Article 74, penalty higher than reclusion perpetua in certain cases, in cases in which the law prescribes a penalty higher than another given penalty without specifically designating the name of the former if such higher penalty should be that of death. The same penalty and accessory penalties of Article 40 shall be considered as the next higher penalty. Article 75, increasing or reducing the penalty of fine by one or more degrees whenever it may be necessary to increase or reduce the penalty of fine by one or more degrees, it shall be increased or reduced respectively for each degree by one-fourth of the maximum amount prescribed by law without, however, changing the minimum. The same rules shall be observed with regards to fines that do not consist of a fixed amount but are made proportional. Article 76, legal period of duration of divisible penalties. The legal period of duration of divisible penalties shall be considered as divided into three parts forming three periods, the minimum, the medium, and the maximum in the manner shown in the following table. Table showing the duration of divisible penalties and the time included in each of their periods. So time included in the penalty in its entirety for reclusion temporal from 12 years and one day to 20 years for prison mayor, absolute disqualification and special temporal disqualification from six years and one day to 12 years. 
for prison correctional suspension at NDSTL from six months and one day to six years for arresto mayor from one month and one day to months arresto menor from one to 30 days. Time included in its minimum period for reclusion temporal from 12 years and one day to 14 years and eight months. For prison mayor, absolute disqualification and special temporal disqualification from six years and one day to eight years. For prison correctional suspension and this theater from six months and one day to two years and four months. For arresto mayor, from one to two months. For arresto menor, from one to ten days. Time included in its medium period for reclusion temporal from 14 years, 8 months, and 1 day to 17 years and 4 months. For prison mayor, absolute disqualification and special temporal disqualification from 8 years and 1 day to 10 years. For prison correctional suspension and disqualification from 2 years, 4 months, and 1 day to 4 years and 2 months. For arresto mayor from 2 months and 1 day to 4 months. For arresto menor from 11 to 12, 20 days. Time included in its maximum for reclusion temporal from 17 years, 4 months, and 1 day to 20 years. Prison mayor, absolute disqualification, and special temporal disqualification from 10 years and 1 day to 12 years. For prison correctional suspension and this theater from 4 years, 2 months, and 1 day to 6 years. For arresto mayor from 4 months and 1 day to 6 months. For arresto menor from 21 to 30 days. <clears throat> Article 77. When the penalty is a complex one composed of three distinct penalties, in cases in which the law prescribes a penalty composed of three distinct penalties, each one shall form a period, the lightest of them shall be the minimum, the next the medium, and the most severe the maximum period. Whenever the penalty prescribes does not have one of the forms specially provided for in this book, the periods shall be distributed applying by analogy the prescribed rules. Chapter 5, Execution and Service of Penalty Section 1, General Provisions, Article 78. When and how a penalty is to be executed. No penalty shall be executed except by virtue of a final judgment. A penalty shall not be executed in any other form than that prescribed by law, nor with any other circumstances or incidents than those expressly authorized thereby. In addition to the provisions of the law, the special regulations prescribed for the government of the institution in which the penalties are to be suffered shall be observed with regard to the character of the work to be performed, the time of its performance, and other incidents connected therewith, the relations of the convicts among themselves and other persons, the relief of which they may receive in their diet. The regulation shall make provision for the separation of the sexes in different institutions or at least into different departments and also for the correction and reforms of the convicts. Article 79, suspension of the execution and service of the penalties in case of insanity. When a convict shall become insane or an imbecile after final sentence has been pronounced, the execution of said sentence shall be suspended only with regard to the personal penalty, the provisions of the second paragraph of circumstance number one of Article 12 being observed in the corresponding cases. If at any time the convict shall recover his reason, his sentence shall be executed unless the penalty have, shall have prescribed in accordance with the provisions of this code. The respective provisions of this section shall also be observed if, if the insanity or imbecility occurs while the convict is serving his sentence. Article 80. Suspension of sentence of minor delinquents. Whenever minor under 18 years of age 
of either sex be accused of a crime, the court, after hearing the evidence in the proper proceeding, instead of pronouncing judgment, shall suspend all further proceedings and shall commit such minor to the custody or care of a public or private benevolent or charitable institution established under the law for the care, correction, or education of orphan, homeless, defective, and delinquent children or to the custody or care of any other responsible person in any other place subject to visitation and supervision by the Public Welfare Commissioner or any of his agents or representatives, if there be any or otherwise, by the Superintendent of Public Schools or his representative subject to such conditions as are prescribed here and below until such minor shall have reached his majority or for such less period as the court may deem proper. The court in committing said minor as provided Above shall take into consideration the religion of such minor, his parents, or next of kin, in order to avoid his commitment to any private institution not under the control and supervision of the religious sect or denomination to which they belong. The Public Welfare Commissioner or his duly authorized representatives or agents, superintendent of public schools or his representatives, or the person to whose custody or care the minor has been committed shall submit to the court every two months or as often as required a written report on the good or bad conduct of said minor and the moral and intellectual progress made by him. The suspension of the proceedings against the minor may be extended or shortened by the court on the recommendation of the Public Welfare Commissioner or his authorized representatives or agents or the superintendent of public schools or his representatives according as to whether the conduct of such minor has been good or not and whether he has complied with the conditions imposed upon him. The provisions of the first paragraph of this article shall not, however, be affected by those contained herein. If the minor has been committed to the custody or care of any of the institutions mentioned in the first paragraph of this article, with approval of the Public Welfare Commissioner and subject to such conditions as this official, in accordance with the law may deem proper to impose such minor may be allowed to stay elsewhere under the care of a responsible person if the minor has behaved properly and has complied with the conditions imposed upon him during his confinement in accordance with the provisions of this article he shall be returned to the court in order that the same may order his final release in case the minor fails to behave properly or to comply with the regulations of the institution to which he has been committed or with the conditions imposed upon him when he was committed to the care of a responsible person or in case he should be found incorrigible or his continuously in such institution should be inadvisable, he shall be returned to the court in order that the same may render the judgment corresponding to the crime committed by him. The expenses for the maintenance of a minor delinquent confined in the institution to which he has been committed shall be borne totally or partially by his parents or relatives or those persons liable to support him if they are able to do so in the discretion of the court. Section 2. Execution of Principal Penalties. Article 81. When and how the death penalty is to be executed? A death sentence shall be executed with reference to any other and shall consist in putting the person under sentence to death by electrocution. The death sentence shall be executed under the authority of the director of prisons and laboring so far as possible to mitigate the sufferings of the persons under sentence during electrocution as well as during the proceedings prior to the execution. If the person under sentence so desires, he shall be anesthetized at the moment of the electrocution. Article 82. Notification 
and execution of the sentence and assistance to the culprit, the court shall designate a working day for the execution, but not the hour thereof. And such designation shall not be communicated to the offender before sunrise of said day. The execution shall not take place until after the expiration of at least eight hours following the notification but before sunset. During the interval between the notification and the execution, the culprit shall in so far as possible be furnished such assistance as he may request in order to be attended in his last moments by priests or ministers of the religion he professes and to consult lawyers, as well as in order to make a will and confer with members of his family of persons in charge of the management of his business, of the administration of his property, or of the care of his descendants. Article 83, suspension of the execution of the death sentence. The death sentence shall not be inflicted upon a woman within the three years next following the date of the sentence or while she is pregnant, nor upon any person over 70 years of age. In this last case, the death sentence shall be committed to the penalty of reclusion perpetual with accessory penalty provided in Article 40. Article 84, place of execution and person who may witness the same. The execution shall take place in penitentiary of Bilibid in a space close to the public view and shall be witnessed only by the priest assisting the offender and by his lawyers and by his relatives not exceeding six if he so requests by the physician and the necessary personnel of the penal establishment and by such persons as the director of prisons may authorize. Article 85, provision relative to the corpse of the person executed in its burial. As claimed by his family, the corpse of the culprit shall, upon the completion of the legal proceedings subsequent to the execution, be turned over to the Institute of Learning or Scientific Research, first applying for it for the purpose of study and investigation, provided that such institute shall take charge of the decent burial of their remains. Otherwise, the director of prison shall order the burial of the body of the culprit at government expense, granting permission to be present thereat to the members of the family of the culprit and the friends of the latter. In no case shall the burial of the body of a person sentenced to death be held with pomp. Article 86, reclusion perpetual, reclusion temporal, prison mayor, prison correctional, and arresto mayor. The penalties of reclusion perpetual, reclusion temporal, prison mayor, prison correctional, and arresto mayor shall be executed and served in the places and penal establishments provided by the administrative code in force or which may be provided by law in the future. Article 87, Destiero. Any person sentenced to Destiero shall not be permitted to enter the place or places designated in the sentence nor with the register in specified, which shall be not more than 250 and not, not less than 25 kilometers from the place designated. Article 88, Arresto Menor. The penalty of arresto menor should be served in the municipal jail or in the house of the defendant himself under the surveillance of an officer of the law when the court so provides in his decision taking into consideration the health of the offender and other reasons which may seem satisfactory to it. Title four: Extinction of Criminal Liability and of Civil Liability Resulting from Grand Chapter 1, Extinction of Criminal Liability, Section 1, Total Extinction of Criminal Liability. Article 89. How criminal liability is totally extinguished. Criminal liability is totally extinguished. Number 1. 
by the death of the convict as to the personal penalties, as to the pecuniary penalties, liability, therefore, is extinguished only when the death of the offender occurs before final judgment. Number two, by service of the sentence. Number three, by amnesty, which completes, completely extinguishes the penalty and all its effects. Number four, by absolute pardon. Number five, by prescription of the crime. Number six, by prescription of the penalty. Number seven, by the marriage of the offended woman as provided in Article 344 of this code. Article 90, prescription of crimes. Crimes punishable by death, reclusion for prep, or reclusion temporal shall prescribe in 20 years. Crimes punishable by other effective penalties shall prescribe in 15 years. Those punishable by a correctional penalty shall prescribe in 10 years. The exception of those punishable by arrest of my word, which shall prescribe in five years. The permit libel or other similar offenses shall prescribe in two years. The offenses of oral defamation and slander by deed shall prescribe in six months. Light offenses shall prescribe in two months. The penalty fixed by law is compound. One, the highest penalty shall be made the basis of the application of the rules contained in the first, second, and third paragraphs of this article. Article 91, computation of prescription of offenses. The period of prescription shall commence to run from the day on which the crime is discovered by the offending party, the authorities, or their agents, and shall be interrupted by the filing of the complaint or information and shall commence to run again when such proceedings terminate without the accused being convicted or acquitted or are unjustifiably stopped for any reason not imputable to him. The term of prescription shall not run when the offender is absent from the Philippine archipelago. Article 92. When and how penalty prescribed, the penalties imposed by final sentence prescribed as, fol as follows. Number one, death and reclusion perpetual in 20 years. Number two, other afflictive penalties in 15 years. Number three, correctional penalties in 10 years. With the exception of the penalty of arrest of mayor, which prescribes in five years, or light penalties in one year. Article 93, computation of the prescription of penalties. The period of prescription of penalties shall commence to run from the date when the culprit should, have, should evade the service of his sentence, and it shall be interrupted if the defendant should give himself up, be captured, should go to some foreign country, with which government has no extradition treaty or should commit another crime before the expiration of the period of prescription. Section 2. Partial extinction of criminal liability. Article 94. Partial extinction of criminal liability. Criminal liability is extinguished partially, number one, by conditional pardon, number two, by commutation of the sentence, and number three, for good conduct allowances which the culprit may earn while he is serving his sentence. Article 95. Obligation incurred by person granted conditional pardon. Any person who has been granted conditional pardon shall incur the obligation of compliance strictly with the conditions imposed therein. Otherwise, his non-compliance with any of the conditions specified shall result in the revocation of the pardon and the provisions of Article 159 shall be applied to him. Article 96. Effect of commutation of sentence. The commutation of the original sentence for another of a different length and nature shall have the legal effect of substituting the latter in the place of the former. Article 97, Allowance for Good Conduct. The good conduct of any prisoner in any penal institution shall entitle him to the following deductions from the period of his sentence. Number one, during the first two years of his imprisonment, he should be allowed a deduction of five days for each month of good behavior. Number two, during the third two 
the fifth year, inclusive of wisdom person, and shall be allowed a deduction of eight years for each month of good behavior. Retreat during the following years until the tenth year, inclusive of wisdom person, and shall be allowed a deduction of ten days from for each month of good behavior. Number four, during the eleventh and successive years of wisdom person, and shall be allowed a deduction of fifteen days for each month of good behavior. Article ninety-eight, special time allowance for loyalty. Deduction one-fifth of the period of a sentence shall be granted to any prisoner who, having evaded the service of a sentence under the circumstances mentioned in Article 158 of this code, gives himself up to the authorities within 48 hours following the issuance of a proclamation announcing the passing away of the calamity or catastrophe referred to inside Article. Article 99, who grants time allowances. Whenever lawfully justified, the director of prison shall grant allowances for good conduct. Such allowances, once granted, shall not be revoked. Title 5, Civil Liability, Chapter 1, Persons Civilly Liable for Felonies. Article 100, Civil Liability of Person Guilty of Felony. Every person criminally liable for a felony is also civilly liable. Article 101, Rules Regarding Civil Liability in Certain Cases. The exemption from criminal liability established in subdivisions 1, 2, 3, 5, and 6 of Article 12 and in subdivision 4 of Article 11 of this code does not include exemption from civil liability which shall be enforced subject to the following rules. First, in cases, in cases of subdivisions 1, 2, 3 of Article 12, the civil liability for acts committed by an imbecile or insane person and by a person under 9 years of age by one over nine but under 15 years of age who has acted without discernment shall devolve on those having such person under the, their legal authority or control unless it appears that there was no fault or negligence on their part. Should there be no person having such insane imbecile or, min or minor under his authority, legal guardianship or control, or if such person be insolvent, said insane, imbecile, or minor shall respond with their own property, accepting property exempt from execution in accordance with the civil law. Second, in case falling within subdivision 4 of Article 11, following the persons for whose benefit the harm has been prevented shall be civilly liable in proportion to the benefit which they may have received. The court shall determine in their sound discretion the proportionate amount of for which each one shall be liable. The respective shares cannot be equitably determined, even approximately, or when the liability also attaches to the government or to the majority of the inhabitants of the town. And in all events, whenever the damage has been caused to the consent of the authorities or their agents, indemnification should be made in the manner prescribed by special laws or regulations. Third, Cases falling within subdivisions 5 and 6 of Article 12, the persons using violence or causing the fears shall be primary, liable, and secondarily, or if there be no such persons, those doing the act shall be liable, saving always to the latter that part of their property exempt from execution. Article 102, subsidiarily, civil liability of innkeepers, tavern keepers, and proprietors of establishments in default of the persons criminally liable innkeepers, sovereign keepers, and any other persons or corporations shall be civilly liable for crimes committed in their establishments in all cases where a violation of municipal ordinances or some general or special police regulation shall have been committed by them or their employees. 
innkeepers are also subsidiarily liable for the restitution of goods taken by robbery or theft within their houses from guests lodging therein or for the payment of the value thereof provided that such guests shall have notified in advance the innkeeper himself or the person representing him of the deposit of such goods within the inn and shall furthermore have followed the directions which such innkeeper or his representative may have given them with respect to the care of the vigilance over such goods. No liability shall attach in case of robbery with violence against or intimidation of persons unless committed by the innkeeper's employees. Article 103, subsidiary civil liability of other persons. The subsidiary liability established in the next preceding article shall also apply to employers, teachers, persons, and corporations engaged in any kind of industry for felonies committed by their servants, pupils, workmen, apprentices, or employees in the discharge of their duties. Chapter 2, what civil liability includes. Article 104, what is included in civil liability? The civil liability established in Articles 100, 101, 102, and 103 of this code includes number 1, Destitution, number two, reparation of the damage cost, number three, indemnification for consequential damages, article 105. Destitution, how made? The restitution of the thing itself must be made whenever possible with allowance for any deterioration or diminution of value as determined by the court. The thing itself shall be restored even though it be found in the possession of a third person who has acquired it by lawful means, saving to the latter his action against the proper person who may be liable to him. This provision is not applicable in cases in which the thing has been acquired by the third person in the manner and under the requirements which by law bar an action for its recovery. Article 106, reparation, how made? The court shall determine the amount of damage taking into consideration the price of the thing whenever possible and its special sentimental value to the injured party and reparation shall be made accordingly. Article 107, indemnification. What is included in indemnification for consequential damages shall include not only those costs the injured party, but also those suffered by his family or by a third person by reason of the crime. Article 108, obligation to make restoration and reparation of the damages or indemnification for consequential damages and action to demand the same upon whom it devolves the obligation to make restoration or reparation for damages and indemnification for consequential damages devolves upon the heirs of the person liable. The action to demand restoration, reparation, and indemnification likewise descends to the heirs of the person injured. Article 109, share of each person civilly liable. If there are two or more persons civilly liable for a felony, the court shall determine the amount for which each must respond. Article 110, several and subsidiary liability of principals, accomplices, and accessories of a felony. Preference in payment, notwithstanding the provisions of the next preceding article, the principals, accomplices, and accessories, each within the respective class, shall be liable severally in solidum among themselves for their quotas and subsidiarily for those of the other persons liable. The subsidiary liability shall be enforced first against the property of the principals, next against that of the accomplices, and lastly against that of the accessories. Whenever the liability in solidum or the subsidiary liability has been enforced, the person by whom payment has been made shall have a right of action against the others for the amount of their respective shares. Article 111, obligation to make restitution in certain cases, any person who has participated gratuitously in the proceeds of a felony shall be bound to make restitution in an amount equivalent to the extent of such participation. Chapter 3, 
Extinction and Survival of Civil Liability. Article 112, Extinction of Civil Liability. Civil Liability established in Articles 100, 101, 102, and 103 of this Code shall be extinguished in the same manner as the other obligations in accordance with the provisions of the law. Article 113, Obligation to Satisfy Civil li Liability. Except in case of extinction of civil liability as provided in the next preceding article, the offender shall continue to be obliged to satisfy the civil liability resulting from the crime committed by him, notwithstanding the fact that he has served his sentence consisting of deprivation of liberty or other rights or has not been required to serve the same by reason of amnesty, pardon, commutation of sentence, or any other reason. So that's it for the book one of the revised penal code.